0: And welcome back to the show. Today, we are talking about one of my all time favorite topics, and that is mornings. Now, I know mornings often seems to be all over the place, and everyone's talking about how good a morning routine is and how important it is, and it'll make you be more productive and it'll do this and do that. And I know it can seem like, oh my goodness, someone else telling me I have to have a morning routine. And what I will say is, it is actually life changing. I'm sorry to say, but it is a really Really powerful tool. It's a really important practice to helping you to create the life that you really want. And there's just no doubt about it. There's no denying it. And if you really want to live a life of purpose that's meaningful, it's connected, that you can look back on and say, I did the things I wanted to do, following on from all the things we talked about in the last couple of episodes about figuring out what it is that you want and then how to make that happen, having a morning routine really is crucial. And I think we all know this to be true on some level. You know, if you start the day, you know, chasing your tail, you wake up with the kids, you're flat out, you're not organised, everything's a rush, possibly yelling at the kids to hurry up and get organised and all of that and it's all chaos, then it doesn't set you up to have a great day, basically. Like just baseline, you know, 101, why it's important to have a routine. And then it's also just so powerful because it actually creates all this space and this time to basically tick off you know, 90% of your self-development work that leads to a great life, you know, and it just gets it done. You get up and you get it done. And I can tell you from my experience, it has absolutely changed my life. Now, I was absolutely one of those people that was, you know, Rushing around, chaotic. If you've listened to any of my work, my stories, my podcasts, if you've heard anything about my story and my history, you know that there was a point that I got to in about 2013 where it was just, you know, it was my rock bottom period, basically, is what I call it my rock bottom patch after having three kids. And life was crazy. There was not a lot of organization. I was far too busy. I was trying to do too much. I was running around like a mad woman. Um, I wasn't organised. There was no real routine. It was just fly by the seat of my pants type stuff. And following, you know, realising that I needed to change my life and turn myself around and realising that I could do all this stuff to change it, I started meditating and that led on to, you know, starting to research and listen to all these different podcasts and learning. And one of the things that I came across was Hal Elrod's uh, Miracle Mornings. He calls it Miracle Mornings and he's written a book about it. And basically I, you know, went down the rabbit hole of learning about how to have this great morning because I knew and I understood that if I could get this part of my day right, you know, the old cliche, as they say, win the morning, win the day, you know, I knew that it would make a big difference in my life and I can honestly tell you that it really has. And now I have a really great morning routine that I absolutely love I look forward to getting up in the mornings and it, it really just has set me up for being able to create the space and, and do the things that I really want to do. So I just cannot recommend it highly enough. And I'll tell you what my morning routine looks like now. And I will also say there's a couple of points I want to make on this. Probably three main points I want to talk about with mornings. One is to like, it, it will ebb and flow. You know, and so I'm not, you know, once you commit to having a morning routine, it doesn't mean that you're going to be up at five for the rest of your life, you know, and sometimes what our brains will try to do, like, try to make us think is that it's all or nothing, you know. So it's like, well, if I start a morning routine and that's it and I'll never get to have a sleep in again or I'll never get to enjoy, you know, um, that cosy snoozing and all that sort of stuff. And that's what our minds will do. They'll say, oh, just look, just stay safe because it's too hard to implement a morning routine, you know. You're going to fail at it anyway, so don't worry about it. And we really want to try and move away from that all or nothing because it will ebb and flow. And so for me, it took quite a while to really establish a consistent routine of having a morning routine. In the school holidays, like over the summer, I well, I still have a routine, but I don't get up as early. Weekends, I don't get up as early. Like there is room for grace. There's room to not have it, you know, 100% perfect and we're up and at them and, you know, that's it every single morning. Okay, so just know that. The second thing I will say is that there's a lot of talk about having a morning routine so you can be more productive. Now, there's a big part of me that just, I guess, rebels against that idea of just we have to be more productive and we have to do more because I really understand that this whole sort of pursuit of just doing more all the time and producing more and being flat out busy is not helping us in a lot of ways. You know, for some of us, it's causing us a lot of stress burnout and a lot of struggle in this sort of pursuit of trying to do so much and keeping ourselves so busy all the time. So I don't want you to think that having a morning routine is necessarily like just a vehicle for creating, doing more or for being, you know, for for being more busy and for producing more. It's actually a way I think of allowing yourself to have more calm and space in the day. And that's what I love about it. (laughs) And I, you know, it does also like a sort of, I guess, a side effect is that you'll become more productive, but don't necessarily feel like that has to be the the main aim of having a morning routine. It can just be because you actually want more calm and flow and more ease, which I think is lovely. And it's certainly one of the reasons why I have done it. And it's, I, I also implemented one because I was really on this kind of mission to figure out what my purpose was. And I'll talk about all that in a minute as a, as a part of establishing your morning routine. But the last point I'll make about it, you know, sort of like I guess the fundamentals of a morning routine and sort of my thoughts around it is that I don't necessarily think that it has to be sort of this strict um, plan that you follow as such. That's what I do and I think that's lovely. But what I think is actually really important is just the intentionality behind it. So if I think about, you know, my, my beautiful grandma, she had a beautiful morning routine. She would wake up, she'd have her cup of tea in bed that Pa would bring to her. She might listen to the radio a bit, read a little book, maybe have in a little bit of toast in bed even. This is what I remember of her mornings anyway. And it was done with such grace and it seemed beautiful and calm and she always woke up so chirpy. And so, you know, she's just the most wonderful woman. And, and her morning routine was, was that. But I do feel like there was intention around that, you know, she was just in that calm and flow. And I think it's really just that it doesn't have to be this kind of strict, structured routine approach, but it's just how we wake up and how we start our day and the intention that we have behind that. So that might look like for you, just waking up a little bit before the kids and kind of easing into the day with a cup of tea and just a moment of calm to yourself. It might look like going for a walk before you have to get into the busyness, you know, and it might look like just having a little bit of a meditate or it doesn't have to be super structured and super planned out. It is a wonderful opportunity to do that, but you don't have to do it like that. And I think that we can again fall into this trap of thinking that it has to be a certain way and that can actually stop us from creating a morning routine that works for us. Like any wellbeing practice, like anything in the self-development world, It really is whatever works for you, but it's just about being intentional about how you're doing it, taking responsibility for it and not just sort of dragging yourself out of bed and chasing your tail for the rest of the day. Starting the day as you mean to go on as such and whatever way that looks for you, creating a morning that fills your cup, lifts you up and sets you up for the day. I think that's really important and that's what we should be aiming for. So my morning routine, I'll just tell you about mine, start with. And then I'll tell you about how you can implement a routine for you and how you can start to have this more intentionality and actually start to do it. Because I know so many people are like, oh, I'd love a morning routine, but I just can't do it. And you can, everyone can. Um, We all love the mornings. We all love, you know, sleeping in and being cozy in bed. It's just as hard for me to get up as it is for you. I haven't met anyone who doesn't love that little snooze and that snuggle in bed, like the best feeling in the world. And if you want to start the day with intentionality and, you know, do the things that you really want to do in life, you have to make a choice, push through that little bit of pain and get your backside out of bed and start the day ready. So and there's a whole world that actually goes into that. It sounds so simple and you know when you say it like that, but actually it is, you know, I fully understand how hard that is to actually get up and do the thing. So I will give you some tips and some support to do that. So for me, my morning routine looks like, you know, the the perfect start to me is five o'clock. That ebbs and flows between sort of 5 and 5.30, depending on how busy things are at that time, you know, what I've been doing the night before, you know, how I'm feeling, where I am in my cycle. Like, you know, I know when I've got my period, I definitely don't try to get up at 5. because I just, I just can't. So I've learned to work with that as well. But usually, let's say 5 o'clock, get up and meditate first. Love meditating. And then I'll usually do some journaling or I'll do a little bit of visualization. I'll do a bit of reading. And then it's into exercise and I'll do my sort of, you know, somewhere between 30 minutes and 40 minutes workout. Then it's a smoothie and into the day. And I always have a coffee. Just got to add that in because some people say, when do you have your coffee? So I always have that after I meditate. And that's my mornings. And then the kids get up and I have basically, you know, I've ticked so many boxes and I feel like I'm ready to start the day. I'm sort of calm, at ease and I'm ready to go and ready to be present with the kids for that, you know, crazy, get everybody up and ready for school time and off we go. So that's how mine looks. But I'm going to give you some tips here and some support on how to create a sort of a morning for you and how to make it actually happen. Because I know that so many people find this so hard and it is hard, you know. Let's not take away from the fact that if you're going to go from sort of getting up at, say, seven o'clock, kids waking you up, and, you know, it, it's sort of like all a bit of a rush and it's all hard, then Trying to implement something new, like getting up at say five is hard. It's just the reality of it, okay? so we just need to accept that, put that out there and say, yes, it is going to be hard if I really want to do this. So I'm going to give you a sort of a bit of a some I guess you know we, we always like to break it down into five steps, but um, that's what I like to do because it makes it nice and clear for you. So I'm going to give you my five kind of tips, steps on how to make it happen, okay? So number one. I think it's really important to think about why you want to have this routine, like why you want to get up earlier. And for me, that's been super powerful because I know that if you don't have a real why, then it's much more easy to just stay in bed and hit that snooze button. Now, this actually sort of, these two things, like having a morning routine and figuring out your why and your purpose kind of go hand in hand. So you can use this morning time to Sort of really start, you know, use this journaling time and use this time to think about what your why is and what your purpose is, and you can also tap into your why to get your backside out of bed. So, you know, if it's if it's not really, um, I guess, compelling, it's actually quite hard to make yourself get up. So I know when I'm working on something or if I'm thinking about and that real connection to what my purpose is and why I want to get up, then it's so much easier. And I really invite you to. Going back to what I said in the, you know, figuring out what you want episodes, like you can just make it to become the best version of myself. So, you know, if you don't know what your purpose or your why is, or, you know, you can't figure it out right now, then I invite you to say, okay, well for this year or, you know, for this time period, I am going to focus on becoming the best version of myself and I'm going to use the mornings to do that as a really big, powerful tool a big powerful time that I can create that space to really focus on becoming the best version of myself. And that's a wonderful place to start. You might have something else that you're really working on or you might be more clear on what your purpose and your why is by now, but if not, just try that. And that will really help you to, you know, get that inspiration to actually get up in the mornings. The second thing is to plan out what you're going to do and plan where you're going to sit, plan, you know, have your journal out ready. And really plan out how your morning's gonna go. So, you know, you might be, so usually what I do is, and my next step is actually the night before, but usually the night before I'll write out the plan of how my morning's gonna go. And I would also highly recommend starting with meditation. So, when you're writing out your plan of how you want your morning to go, I recommend meditating first because it is such a lovely way to ease into it. Now, the meditation that I do is the mantra based meditation, it's a, a Vedic form of meditation. And it's like, to me, like the way I describe it is like the ultimate snooze, because instead of hitting the snooze button and lying there and snuggling back in and then waking up 10 minutes later, feeling like crap, you just get up and you meditate and then you feel amazing. So if you don't have like a, a, your own personal meditation practice, just do a guided one or find one that works for you and do your meditation first. And then, you know, like I said, for me, it's meditation, then it's journaling, then it's a bit of visualization, then it's reading, and then it's exercise. Now, you don't have to have all of those elements. Figure out what you, you know, what you sort of really want to do. I would always recommend meditation and movement as two foundational pieces to your morning routine. And if you just do those two things, it'll change your life. It really will. Let's face it. If you're not able to fit those things in now, it'll make such a difference. So meditation and exercise or movement of some form for your body, whatever feels good for you. And then, you know, journaling in the mornings is just the best. Um, it's, I think it's Julia Cameron, The Art of Storytelling. I think that's what it is. I'll put it in the show notes. You know, she talks about morning pages and this beautiful just free flow, free flow writing. Just, you know, the the thoughts at that first thing in the morning are so much more, I guess, pure, you know, like you just you don't, You can just let it flow more easily in that first thing in the morning. So journaling is an absolutely beautiful thing to do. So that's just, you know, an idea of what you could plan. But, you know, figure out what works for you and what's going to make you feel good in the mornings. It might be, like I said, your plan might be just to wake up, have a cup of tea in peace, like just set the alarm 15 minutes before the kids wake up, have a cup of tea in peace, maybe do a few yoga stretches, you know, tiny bit of journaling and ease into the day, you know, like, Whatever feels good for you. And, but just have it planned out so that you know what you're going to do so you can really start the day with that intention behind getting up and easing into the day before the crazy. (laughs) Number three, and this is a huge one. It's, this is like, you know, Mel Robbins actually did a podcast recently on this. It's like the number one hack. And I agree, it's getting ready the night before. Okay. So that means starting. You know, the nighttime routine the night before so that you can make sure that you're in bed at a good time so you can wake up all refreshed and feeling good. So making sure you're ready the night before. So that means, you know, clearing everything away after dinner and leaving the house all nice and ready, Uh, you know, not leaving all the dishes out, not leaving crap all over the kitchen. After dinner, getting everything clean in the kitchen and having that all nice and space because the last thing you want to be doing is waking up in the morning and looking at all the dirty dishes and just going How am I gonna do this? Like, just you know, get you off on the wrong foot. So get that done, and then you know, make sure. Like, so actually, Mel Robbins, I hadn't heard this one, but I always I knew about the sort of hour, power down hour. Jack, my mentor, talks about the power down hour. So no tech an hour before bed, no screens an hour before bed. But Mel actually has the three two one rule, which I love, which is no alcohol three hours before bed, no work two hours before bed, and no tech one hour before bed. How cool is that? So that'll really help as well because looking at screens, uh, you know, not good for our brains. We all know this to be true so much, but, you know, if you're looking at your screen and you're on your phone just before bed, bad idea. So don't do that. Really try to set yourself up and, you know, get in bed at a reasonable time. Uh, Don't leave it too late. Oh, and the other really important thing is get your clothes out ready for the next day. So have your sports gear out, have your clothes ready, have them in a little pile somewhere where you're not going to wake up your partner if you have a partner and, you know, just get that ready and know exactly where your clothes are and where you're going to sit to start your routine. So, so important to do that. And the other thing is to, as you're getting into bed, just tell yourself, I am going to get out of, bounce out of bed in the morning, ready for my routine. This is like, I don't know, the universe helping you or it's something in your brain that works but it really does make a huge difference if you get into bed going oh god i've got to get up in the morning how am i going to do this i can't i just oh it's going to be awful then that's what happens if you go to bed and you say right get up in the morning as soon as my alarm goes off i'm up it makes a huge difference so that's number 3 getting yourself prepared the night before number 4 is just know that it's going to be hard at the start. Like I said earlier, it's sort of, this goes back to what I talked about in the last episode about understanding how our brains work and that change is hard and that there is going to be a lot of resistance. Like there's just going to be, be prepared for it. You know, you're, you're going to not want to do it, especially the first bit. Oh, the first bit, like the first couple of mornings, you might be all excited to do it. And then the, it'll wear off very quickly. you be like, oh gosh, your brain will start to say, no, this is too hard. Let's just go back to sleeping in because it's so nice and warm and snuggly and it's so comfortable in bed. So, you know, all of that stuff is going to happen. The self-talk is going to be there, the inner critic, the brain, the way we're wired, all of that stuff is going to happen. So just be ready for it. Just know that it is going to be hard and there's going to be resistance and that's all going to be happening and be prepared for it. And just don't try and deny it or push it away, but just be ready for it and accept that that is going to be there. And number five sort of follows on from that is just have self-compassion. It's like anything we try to implement that's new, we've got to give ourselves just so much grace and so much self-compassion and really try to move away from the all or nothing kind of mindset. So if you do attempt to try this new morning routine or try to set yourself up for, you know, the mornings in, in a more intentional way, then be ready that after the first few days, You're probably going to, it'll be like, okay, this is too hard. I'm going to stop. That's what your brain will try to tell you and your thoughts will be around that. So just give yourself a big hug, a big warm hug and a big like burst of, okay, it's okay. You know, even if you miss a day, if you, you know, if you miss a week, just be like, oh, well start again, you know, like really lean into that self-compassion piece because that is so important when you're implementing new, new habits, new routines, any kind of change in your life. It is really that sort of yeah, moving away from that all or nothing. And you're not a failure if you do it for a few days and then you miss a week. You know, it's just, just human. It's all it is. Like it's literally all it is. You are just being a human being, and it's all part of the process. Pick up where you left off, and off you go again. And it might take three months of doing that. Honestly, like it might take. You know, you do it for a week, you miss a week. Do it for a couple of days, you miss a week. Like it and that is absolutely how I started. You know, it was not, as I said, it wasn't, you know, five o'clock mornings from the get go and away we go. But give yourself really practicing, you know, the, the joy and the grace of practicing that self-compassion. It's so, so important. And know that, you know, like everybody feels the same way about this stuff. You know, as I said, I don't know anyone who would not rather just lie in bed and snuggle under the doona. You know, it's very rare that there'd be someone who just wants to bounce out of bed and go and do their morning routine and not hard. It's hard for everybody. So just know that you're human and these things are hard and it's, you know, I still find it hard to get out of bed. I would much rather lie there and snuggle in, especially on those cold mornings and it's dark and oh, I love being in bed. It's so lovely. But you really just have to, you know, be prepared for that, push through that and know that you're just human being struggling with this stuff like everybody else and you can do it. If you really want to, you can, you know, you've just got to prioritize it, do the work, take the action and keep going. And it really, really is worth it. I absolutely love my morning so much now. It is such a beautiful time of the day. It's so lovely to be up before everybody else to see the sunrise and to be you know, in that position where you just feel like you've got calm and ease and grace for the day and you've basically ticked all the boxes of doing all the things that are good for you to set yourself up. So that is my, you know, sort of guide to setting yourself up for a beautiful morning, for a magic morning as I like to call it. I've run courses before actually on how to have a magic morning and if you would like to reach out for more support on how to make this happen because, you know, Like I often say, one of the big things about implementing anything new is that you do need support. You can't be expected to do it alone. And I am absolutely here to help if you feel like you need more support to do that. And as I've said, I'm also working on my signature program at the moment. So, and this mornings will be a part of it. Don't you worry, because I know that this is such a valuable, important part of the day that really so many people want help with. So I hope that's been helpful. If it was, please do like and share it and so lovely to have you here and thank you so much for listening and happy starting your morning routine. See you guys. Thank you for listening to another episode of The Rural Rockstar. If you enjoyed the show, then please rate and review and share. Don't worry if you didn't enjoy it, just keep that to yourself. And if you would like more from me, I offer coaching and I would love to work with you. You can also check out my newsletter, This Rural Life, via the show notes or also the link in my bio in my Instagram or Facebook. And if there's anyone that you'd love to hear from on the show, then I would love to hear about that because I'm always looking for wonderful people to interview on the show and to share their wisdom with you. So please do let me know. And thank you for listening. See you guys.